Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique with my co-host, Vince, to bring you the best in our veteran, military spouse, and first responder community, and Vince will introduce today's guest. Thanks, Enrique. Happy July, everyone. We are honored to have Arlene Allen, who is a business owner at Roden and Fields, plus the recipient of 2020 and 2021 Armed Forces Insurance Marine Corps Spouse of the Year, all the way from Kanohe, Hawaii. Thank you, Arlene, for being on our show. Let's start by just telling the audience a little bit about you. Aloha. Um, As you said, my name is Arlene. I'm the 2020-2021 Marine Corps Spouse of the Year uh, from Armed Forces Insurance. And I love being a consultant with Rodan and Fields. I'm also uh, originally from New York, which you gentlemen are as well. Um, But yes, I'm in beautiful Oahu in Kaneohe, Hawaii. Um, The military brought us here. Uh, I've been married to my Marine for 23 years now, um, and together we have two kids. I'm a mom of two, a uh, recent high school graduate, so that's definitely new. Um, <laughs> thank you. And um, yeah, I mean, I love living here. I've lived all over um, the U.S. This is our fifth duty station, um, and now we're here to stay. Just waiting on that husband to retire and come on out here and enjoy the island with me again. Um, but yeah, I, I am an avid volunteer. I absolutely love volunteering within the military community, within the community that I live in. Um, I'm also a business owner. I'm an avid runner. I love yoga, hiking, anything outdoors. So Hawaii is a great place for me to be with my kids and, um, you know, live out our retirement so to so you know when my husband finally retires um so yeah that's a little bit about me um I just love to you know be around people connect people and uh you know if there's anybody I can ever help with anything that's my passion absolutely and you chose a great place uh having uh being a young adult in Hawaii and, and spend a lot of time roaming the island. I'm very acquainted with Kaneohe and uh, love the wet side. Uh, but you know, you, you're, you've done so much. You're a business owner. You mentioned there. Um, and, and it's uh, amazing, uh, how our military spouses, um, don't get too much attention and I'm, uh, by my account from the military side, but, uh, so much opportunity to build a business because you can take that with you. So tell us a little bit more about uh, Roden and Fields. Yeah, I'm happy to, um, you know, when I, uh, as a military spouse, we move around a lot and that can be very challenging as far as when it comes to a career or employment of any kind. And when uh, we started having kids, I knew that I wanted to stay home with my kids, especially with my husband being gone all the time, whether it was trainings or school or deployments or workups, I knew I wanted to be home and present with them, especially living far away from family. And um, so I chose to go back to school um, while I was a stay-at-home mom, and I ended up getting a degree um, in healthcare administration, um, which was great. And I always told my husband I would go back to work when our kids were in school full time. 
And that happened when we moved to Hawaii. And then I lived in Hawaii. <laughs> and I said, I don't want to go and work 40 hours a week, plus childcare. Um, you know, it can be very difficult um, when you're a military family and you are far from home, plus the demand based on where you live. Um, so if I was going to choose to go back to work, you know, to a traditional nine to five, um, I would need a lot of help. Um, and I would also need to make quite a bit of money to pay for that daycare. Um, and I also wanted something where I could still stay home with my kids. I could still be home when they got home from school. I could be there to help them with their homework as long as I knew how to do the homework, of course. The common core math, I'm not gonna lie, it's a little challenging. <laughs> but I wanted to be present um, you know, when I was home. I didn't want to basically give the worst of myself from just being exhausted all the time and having my husband gone frequently. So I learned about this opportunity from actually another military spouse, uh, Rodan and Fields. Um, it's a skincare company. We're actually the number one skincare uh, premium skincare brand in the United States and Canada. And um, we're sold solely through um, consultants like myself through direct sales. The beauty of it is that I can take my business with me wherever I go. So if we were to get orders to Europe or Asia, I could still run my business from there. And I could fit it into where it fits in my life, which I very much liked because I wanted to also continue volunteering um, I volunteer with several organizations and I really did not want to give that up. I was not willing to give that up and I wasn't willing to trade my time with my kids. So, um, and as I said, I also do love helping people. So with Rodan and Fields um, being number one skincare brand, I can help people feel good in their own skin. And that might seem, you know, insignificant to some people, but when you look good, you feel good. You know, you feel more confident. You have more of a desire to put yourself out there. And a lot of times people struggle behind the scenes and they don't really say anything about their skin. And, and I was one of those people. I had um, some, some skin discoloration and acne after I had my, my son. And um, after being a new mom, you're, sometimes your self-esteem kind of takes a dip. And, um, you know, I never really said anything to anyone, but when I found out about the products and tried them and they actually worked, um, when I was struggling to find something out there in the market and you're completely overwhelmed when you go to the store or you go online and you're just like, what do I pick? Who, who can tell me what to get? I'm not a skincare expert. I went to school for healthcare administration. That has nothing to do with beauty. <laughs> and I, um, I was able to find out just basically how to share about these products that worked. And I knew firsthand the confidence that it gave me in you know, stepping out and putting my best foot forward. And I wanted to share that with other people. Um, while I'm not a doctor, um, the doctors, Katie Rodan and Kathy Fields are the ones that started this company. So the beauty is that I have their expertise and their knowledge, which I can share with other people. And then also the business opportunity, just to be able to have others have more options. You know, you don't have to do a traditional 40 hour work week outside the home. And we especially learned that during COVID. Um, so, and I think even more now, a lot more people are working remote. 
And so it ended up, you know, just each year has been a bonus. You see more and more positives. And, um, you know, working with my business partner, who's also a military spouse, like I said, um, she shared the opportunity with me and just basically coached me and gave me all of the resources that are available. And the thing that surprised me probably the most about this business is the supportive community. All of the trainings that they provide, all of the, um, all of all of the tools really to help you succeed, but they don't just teach you about how to be a business owner and how to have a successful business. It also teaches you life skills, which is something that I wasn't really prepared for, um, but in a good way. It taught me a lot of lessons and, um, you know, as far as resiliency, which is something that military spouses know quite a bit about, but I feel like we always have more and more to learn. So I have customers all over the world. And, you know, I help them feel great in their skin and help them, you know, like I said, put their best foot forward. And when I get messages from friends that say, oh my gosh, these products actually do what they said they did. I said, I know I've been telling you for a while now. <laughs> you just had to take that step. But with a lot of people, it's hard to take a, a, a step and do a change. Um, but uh, I absolutely love the business. I love that I can take it with me wherever I go. I love that I can fit it into my schedule. I just moved by myself with the kids, definitely with a lot of help from friends. Um, but I was able to, you know, take a break from my work and the work that I had done beforehand was able to, you know, keep my business successful. And I didn't have to worry about calling in for work or missing work or, oh, you know what, I'm going to run late. I'm going to actually need to do X, Y, Z. So having that flexibility for me is very important. And so I, um, I love sharing it with others and happy to answer any questions about it. No, absolutely. You know, definitely having the opportunity to be an entrepreneur and have your own business is great because it is portable, as you say, rodent and fields. And also there's silver lining with the pandemic is that more folks are able to work remotely. So that was a great opportunity there. And you're helping people all around the world. So thank you for that. Uh, so how did the pandemic actually affected either you or your clients? Uh, doing your transition? So I did notice um, with myself, like I said, being able to work from home was a huge advantage, especially with the pandemic, because my kids had to do school from home. So they needed a parent to be home with them. Uh, my daughter at the time when COVID hit was in third grade. And, you know, they came home basically for spring break, and they never went back to school. And um, so luckily, since I make my own schedule, I was able to modify whatever I needed to so that I could be home so I could be present when my kids are on the computer with their teacher. When, you know, they say they don't know how to do something when they, you know, need lunch, you're not sending them to school with lunch anymore, like all of those little things that you don't really think about. Plus dealing with, you know, them not being around other kids it can take its toll. And so it was nice to be home and make an effort to go and do things outside of the home that were fun for my kids. And now I could do that with my business. As far as my customers and my business partners, 
the the great thing is you know again the flexibility how you could fit it in wherever you can and so i had other business partners who again have their kids at home you know had it been another job a lot of a lot of military spouses lost employment and a lot of women um all over the world and you know traditionally in most countries um just like it is with ours usually the male is the one that stays working. So when COVID hit, a lot of women chose to leave their jobs and stay home with their kids. And so, you know, they lost that income that they had and they have to look for, for different options. And so luckily I was not put in that situation. My business continued just like it always did. And um, with my business, you know, it's all about talking to people and interacting with people. And during COVID, I feel like you know, people really miss having that interaction with other people. So if anything, um, I was able to connect with a lot more friends and family during COVID than I did previously because people weren't so busy, so to, so, so to speak, you know, as they usually are with running around between work and taking kids to sporting events or, you know, having another event on the weekend because pretty much everything was shut down. So people were just staying home. And I feel like during COVID also, people kind of took a step back and took a look at themselves and said, you know, like, what is really important to me? What am I doing? You know, I'm going to take better care of myself. I feel like people started, you know, paying a lot more attention to their fitness as, and, you know, their, their skin, their, you know, all of the things that have to do with self-care. And they were like, you know what? I'm going to take the time to do this. I'm going to, I deserve to look into this. I want to do something for myself. And those little changes actually helped people's moods. It helped them, you know, get out more. And I think a lot of time people take that for granted. And until you actually put in that effort, we're always so busy taking care of everybody else, especially I feel like as mothers and uh, women and military spouses, you know, I got to keep my home ready and just, you know, kind of as stress-free as possible because my husband's job is stressful. And when he comes home, I want him to relax and, and hang out with us and enjoy life and not have added stressors. So my business, you know, it actually thrived. Um, it actually grew more during the pandemic um, with me doing the same amount of work, which is what I love. Um, and I love that, you know, as a business owner too with Rodan and Fields, you get what you give. Um, I kind of relate it to like say working out or um, trying to eat healthy. You know, the more work you put in, the more results you're going to see. And I like being rewarded for my hard work because I do work hard. Um, and when I choose to have my downtime, I've already laid the groundwork so that my business continues to thrive even when I do have some downtime. So I've loved reconnecting with so many friends. Um, I've loved, you know, just hearing how they're doing. You know, a lot of people, a lot of times they just, they do this, they text. And, you know, we don't really pick up the phone anymore and talk to people and having that connection 
to hear somebody's voice or see somebody's face on FaceTime, you know, that makes a difference. And when you ask people how they are, oh, I'm doing great. No, how are you really? What's going on with you? You know, and getting into those conversations and and then you can hear about people's struggles and, and we all struggle. And so it, it's good to share and talk to other people and have those connections. And so I think from COVID, even though there was a lot of, of course, negativity, you know, a lot of anxiety, fears. Um, I mean, our whole world changed. I never would have guessed in my lifetime that I would have ever experienced a pandemic like this, ever. That affected the whole world. And so to know that, you know, I was able to not only get through it, but, you know, thrive during it and try and help others in the process, you know, it, it really makes a big difference. And, you know, as we do these episodes and, and interviews, we always intrigued on how the pandemic ended up affecting people's business. And it seems like you went into a business that was just perfectly set up to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to make, making people having, and, and then people step back and said, you know what, I do need to take this time to self-care. I do need to take this time for me. I, you know, look, look what has happened is big pause. And so I'm so glad that your particular business was in line with uh, the thriving piece of the pandemic. So many others suffered the other, the other option, right. Which was, you know, they just went out of business. Um, but, um, talking about business and talking about future, uh, what does the future hold for Arlene? What does it hold for the company? Uh, and, and specifically have, having been an award winner, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, with the business, uh, I feel like every year it just gets better and better. Um, our, our doctors are world renowned. They're constantly, you know, improving the science, um, behind their products with more that they learn. They still actually practice medicine. These ladies do not need to practice medicine. This is Rodan and Fields is their second billion dollar company in their lifetime. They know what they're doing when it comes to skincare and when it comes to business. And so joining, you know, a company that really cares about what they do, you know, that they are still seeing patients, they're still learning as they, you know, are are continuing their, their business and their practice. Um, you know, to go and see, okay, I have this product, but you know what? I just learned about the science. I can actually make it better. So that's what I'm going to do. And so seeing that, you know, when they reformulate products to improve them, to make them even better, when we love them to begin with, and then creating new products that nobody else has, this business is just going to continue to grow and grow. And they're also adding more countries. So we're currently sold in the United States, Canada, Australia, and now in Japan. And the doctors have a goal, you know, to reach as many people around the world as they can. So that means they're going to be adding more countries, you know, every year. They're going to be adding and and spreading this opportunity to other people. The doctors have a goal to, you know, create as many um, female entrepreneurs that are earning over a million dollars every year. Like that's one of their goals. And to, to hear that from these doctors is pretty amazing. And um, so, you know, the sky's the limit. 
pretty much with the business. And, and I love that. I, I love that every year I know a new product is coming out and I can never guess what it is, but I'm always blown away when it comes out. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I need that. And I need to share it with other people. Um, so I, I love that I have that to look forward to and, um, you know, just keep sharing it with other people. And as far as, you know, uh, being the 2020, 2021 Armed Forces Insurance Marine Corps Spouse of the Year, um, you know, I was, I was blown away when I was nominated by a friend of mine. And um, the way it works is you're nominated at a base level. So I was nominated here for Marine Corps Base Hawaii um, in Kaneohe. And I won for the base. And then it goes through uh, another process where um, it goes through a voting process and you're also um, go before a panel basically. And they look at certain criteria and then um, you're grouped into the top three for your branch. And so I ended up making the top three for, for the Marine Corps, which I was like, what? <laughs> how did this happen? There's so many amazing spouses that were nominated all over the world. And, and here I am. And, and then again, I made it to the next step, which was branch winner. And um, so I'm able to represent all Marine Corps spouses all over the world, um, which I am so honored to do because being a military spouse has definitely shaped me into the person that I am. Um, you know, I'm very different from what I was 23 years ago, leaving Long Island, New York for, for California to live with my Marine, never lived away from my family, um, and, you know, just immersed into this other community, which is really completely different from the civilian community. Um, and it, it has its own sets of challenges, but it also has so many positives. Um, which, you know, I've had to learn along the way. And um, luckily, I've been able to embrace, you know, the good that comes with military life. And um, especially, I feel like learning your community and putting yourself out there, which is something I didn't necessarily do in the beginning, I isolated myself. And, and I can tell you that my life was very different when I did that compared to when I did start putting myself out there. And, um, you know, surrounding myself with positive people and learning about so many incredible organizations that are all over the world. And so I, I've been able to, once I got that little bug with volunteering, you know, it just trickled into more and more opportunities. You know, you learn about lots of other organizations. You see the impact that it had on you. And I just, all I wanted to do was share it with somebody else. If I could make at least one person's day better, it was worth it. And so that's what I just continued to do. And, and then that led me, you know, to the Armed Forces Insurance Military Spouse of the Year program. And, um, you know, I'll always have that title, which I'm grateful for. Um, I was able to meet so many incredible spouses that were base winners, branch winners, um, overall winners. And they are all doing some amazing things. And so I love to connect people with one another. So if I know somebody's struggling, you know, with a housing issue, I can say, oh, you know what? I know this organization and this organization and this organization. Here's their contact information. They can help you. While I might not have that knowledge, I know somebody who does. And that has really opened up my network significantly. And I've had the opportunity to meet 
so many amazing people. Um, so it, it's something that, you know, just took my life again to the next level and um, opened up, you know, more possibilities for um, as far as volunteering, for connecting people, um, for friendships. I mean, I could touch down in so many different states and just pick up the phone and call somebody and or even in another country. And to be able to say that, you know, as much as I would love to be near all of my friends, it's nice that we're all spread out and have that connection worldwide. Well, you know, and you impacted us, hence why we wearing red shirts for, for, for the Marines, right? So. Yes, they're red for Fridays. And red for Fridays as well, right? But yeah, so, so all you all doing with the company and hopefully creating military uh, spouses and entrepreneurs that will be multi-millionaires, I'll say multi you know, that's great. And hitting all the countries around the world. That's fantastic. And all these new products, right? Can't wait for the next one to be revealed. So that's part <laughs> of this whole thing. And that's great to hear about everything that company and the company you, that you're working for is doing. And all you've done in the military community, not only for the Marines, but all for the military as a whole. So thank you for all the spouses and, and for you to be the beacon of light for the 2020 and 2021, right? And continue with that title and going forward and continue to volunteer. So as, as a professional, uh, Arlene, what do you do in your spare time that aids you to thrive in your professional life? Well, I think it's really, really important to have something that you do in your personal life that you truly enjoy. And a lot of people don't take the time to do that. A lot of people just focus on work, work, work. Okay, what do I have to do around the house? What do I have to do? Do I have to do this project? Um, I have to go and take care of this, you know? It's really important to set a time aside for you and doing what you love, whether it's, you know, enjoying time with your family, whether it's alone time, because let's be honest, sometimes we need that too. Um, and luckily, I've learned that along the way. And actually, my business has, has even taught me that also, you know, through different trainings and tools that they've given that, you know, it really matters what you do and what you spend your time doing. And so that's what I feel like I do. I'm very effective at using my time doing what I want to do. So whether it's, you know, working for an hour today and then, oh, you know what, I'm going to go on this hike with some friends or I'm going to go in an outrigger canoe and paddle from, from the Marine Corps base to Coconut Island where they filmed the opening of Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I'm going to go do that. I look at my calendar and I fit in the things that I enjoy doing. So I make sure to have lots of outdoor time. I love being outside. I love being out in the sun, feeling that on your face. I'm not a fan of the cold. <laughs> um, so this is a perfect place for me to be. And uh, the great thing about you know going out to adventure and do things, I definitely like to post about anything that I do, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, especially being far away from family, because then you can share it with so many other people. Um, but the other thing, when people see those pictures and they live nearby, they say, hey, can I get more info on that? And I can share that with them. Or I can say, hey, let's go on adventure together. My friends like to joke with me and they, they've started calling it Adventures with Arlene. And so <laughs> they'll say, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do that hike. I've never done it. And I'm like, well, let's go. Let's get it on the calendar. 
Let's not just talk about it. Let's, let's get a date down. And that's when you make things happen. You know, we can talk about doing things all day, but until you get that in writing, and that's, I, I think people like that about me. They're like, okay, well, you don't just say you're going to do something. You are actually going to do it. So I'm like, I'm just warning you. If you're telling me I've never run a half marathon and I want to do that, I'm going to say, okay, let's go look at the calendar and pick one out. And then we'll start our training. <laughs> you know, it's all about doing what you're passionate about doing things for yourself. And when you do things that you enjoy doing, it's a lot easier to take care of people around you. And you don't feel, you know, like you're spread so thin because you have that downtime. So I definitely, like I said, love to spend my time outdoors. The other thing I love to do is eat. I love food. So I love to cook. I love to feed people. I, uh, my parents were born and raised in Costa Rica. I'm first generation in this country with my brother. And my mom is an amazing cook. My grandma was an amazing cook. And, you know, if you're familiar, which I know you guys are with Latin culture, we love to feed people and we love to eat. <laughs> and so that's one thing that I absolutely love to do. And, you know, whether it's invite people over and say, hey, we're going to do a game night and I'm going to make some carne asada and some guac and chips and salsa and refried beans and all of those things. And just to like see those people enjoying that food, that makes me happy. So guys, you know, whenever you're ready to come out to Oahu, I'm happy to make some food for you guys. Well, we're definitely going to make our plans and call Aloha Airlines right now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds wonderful. And, and you know, I, what I love about uh, this whole time you've been speaking is get her done, right? Get her done. And, and that's what, uh, it seems like you've been doing since you've become, you know, the spouse traveling, you know, transplanting from long Island to California and now in Hawaii. And I, and I love that about, uh, what you've been doing. Uh, there's a lot of young leaders out there trying to get to the point where they can do like you and get it done. Um, so what advice did you get to get you to that place that you would like to share with them today? So I think a lot of times the person that hinders us the most is ourselves. And it's this right here. It's our brain. We say, you know, especially when, of course, change is hard. If, if there's ever anything that, you know, you want to change and you're like, oh, but this could happen, but that could happen. But you know what happens if you keep doing the same thing? Nothing. You stay exactly where you are. <laughs> the only way to change things is for you to actually do it, to take that step. But often taking that step is the hardest thing for most people. And, you know, I, I relate that to anything in life, whether it's going out and running. Um, since I'm an avid runner, I often say, you know, that foot outside that door, that's the hardest part. And then once you do it and you start going and you start doing all of the things to get you there, you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? And you know what? Sometimes we are going to fail at things. I've had, you know, instances where, where I have trained for a race and, and I've gotten injured and haven't been able to complete it. But you know what? I learned from that. I figured out what the problem was and then I signed up for another race and I put the work in and guess what? I was able to do it maybe 10 more times even after that. 
Um, but until you try and until you get out of your mind that you can't do something, then that's when everything changes. Because if you're going to put in your mind, oh, I couldn't do that. No, that's too hard. And guess what? Then it is. And it's not going to happen. But if you tell yourself, you know what? I could try that. What do I have to lose? What do I have to gain? That's where things change. And, you know, I try to tell people, talk to yourself how you would somebody that you love. So if it's like, say, your best friend or your spouse, your mother, your sibling, your child, what would you tell them if they said that they couldn't do something or something was too hard or something was too much work? Would you encourage them or would you say, no, you're right. You can't, you can't do that, you know, but we're often so much harder on ourselves. And so I think when we step out of that and then we see how success happens because we actually tried something, then you're much more open to try again, whether it's any aspects of life, you know, whether it's your business, whether it's your family, you know, whether it's traveling, anything. And, and I think any, everybody has that within them. They just got to take that step. That's great advice because we do have all the tools, right? And being introspective is very important. And as you said, the person that is hindered the most is our own selves, right? So we have to be very cognizant of how we deal with our own self and get on, get out of, uh, of our own way and take that first step. So Great advice. Or even do an adventure with Arlene, and then you can be on the right path, too, as well. So That's true. Where are we going? What are we doing? There you go. Hold you accountable. Uh, and speaking of uh, challenges, because they come in the way sometimes and going through as you did that race, but you, you got an injury, but you put it on the calendar and you work hard. So how do you handle challenges uh, you either facing now uh, in today's arena? Well, um, you know, my latest challenge was moving. <laughs> moving from one town to another. Uh, my spouse uh, is actually stationed in California. We do what's called geo-batching, uh, where he got orders um, to go to the mainland. And I, I stayed here with the kids. And um, you see that happening often in, in uh, marriages and um, military marriages, especially once the service member has been in for an extended period of time. And so I didn't want to move our son and I also didn't want to leave Hawaii. <laughs> um, and so I, I was grateful that we had the option to stay here so he could graduate high school and now he's going to be going to college here. And, um, you know, again, like I said, we're waiting for my husband to retire. But this is, I've been very, very fortunate as a military spouse that every PCS, every move that we have done, my husband has been here for. This is the first move he has not been here for. And so that was a challenge. Um, it's something that I knew I could do, but I knew it was going to take a lot of work and I knew it was going to take help from a lot of people. Um, you know, being a, an avid volunteer, you're often somebody that is always offering to help. And luckily, I've built a really beautiful community here, in, both in the military world and in the civilian community. And I've been able to meet so many amazing people that have offered to help me. And I feel like a lot of times we hold back when people say, oh, you know what, I can help you with something. What do you need help with? And we're like, no, no, I got it. You know what, sometimes you don't got it. And sometimes you need a community. And, you know, when I had friends rally up 
you know, with me and say, what do you need from me? I have a truck. I have this. I have that. You know, I had 12 friends show up at my house Saturday to help me move. I had five pickup trucks. I didn't even have to hire a moving van. And, you know, like I said, I've been married for 23 years. So guess what? We accumulate a lot of things <laughs> and then add animals and kids to the mix. And you're like, I didn't know I had these many things. <laughs> so it, I feel like it's important to see what is in your hands, what's in your control, what can you do? And you know what? I need to lean on people now. And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to choose to yes, take you up on your offer and accept that help. So I feel like it's just important to see, you know, it, it's good to see what your limitations are too. Like, yes, I can do so many things, but I can't always do everything by myself. And so I think it's really important to just take a step back and be like, okay, what's important? This is what I need to focus on. This is what I'm going to need help with. And then you just do it. And, you know, everything does not work out perfectly ever. <laughs> There's always things that happen. Like, like the shifter in my car, for some reason, just stopped working in the middle of my move. And I'm like, I could, I could have a breakdown right now and cry, or I could call my insurance agent and find out what I need to do next. And that's what I did. I found a tow truck driver, called my mechanic. I was able to get it there. Honestly, it was probably the best case scenario it could have been because it was done within three hours and back in my house. So I could have just shut down and been like, forget it. I'm done with life. I'm just going to lay down here and cry. <laughs> or I could focus and see what do I need to get to the next step. And that's what I did. And so, and I feel like that's what I try to do with, with anything, whether it's business or family, or if I'm, you know, talking to my kids about um, giving them advice. I try to, to set that example so that they could see. And, and believe me, they saw I was stressed <laughs> for sure. But then they also saw me take care of it. Well, I tell you, there's nothing like Ohana and it goes both ways, right? So it's good to give and you're a giver, you're volunteering, you, you, you're donating your time and your efforts and your life. Uh, but it's always great to be on the receiving end and see how much heart is in Ohana, especially in Hawaii. Um, and, and then, you know, don't, don't cry. <laughs> you got to get through these things and, and Hey, if you want to cry, cry as you're doing it, right. Uh, go ahead and take care of it. Um, if, if that's what you need. Uh, and, and I love that your, uh, your approach to challenges, uh, steer you that way. Now with challenges, you also have change. You're just experienced a time of change. Uh, geo batching is not an easy thing. Uh, you know, moving on your own, definitely not an easy thing, although you had some help, and which, which I'm grateful for. But how do you strategize around these times of change to get you ready for them? Um, so basically what I do, you know, when I mentioned earlier about time, being effective with your time, you know, this is also PCS season for a lot of people. So, you know, speaking about Ohana and your family and community, I have so many friends that are leaving Island right now that I'm trying to see before they leave. And, you know, all of this in the middle of a move, you know, I'm going to make time to go and have breakfast with so-and-so if I can. 
uh, because I don't know the next time I'm going to see them and their friendship means a lot to me. And I'm just going to take this two hours. Yes, I've got a ton of stuff to do, but I've got this little block of time. And so I think it's really important to focus your time on the things that are going to number one, you know, help you reach all of those goals by giving you just a little bit of downtime here and there. And also, what do I need to do to get done? You know, I could have, you know, just said, no, I'm going to go and work at the house for two, three hours. And I've got so many things to do, but that was important to me. So I, I set that time aside and then, you know, things happen, brunches get thrown in the mix and you have to adjust and you have to shift. And so I'm really big with my calendar <laughs> and I write things down. And so when I do that, I'm very aware of what I need to get done. Or, you know, if somebody says, you know what, I need help with this. Sometimes I have to say no, because I just don't have the time. And, you know, maybe I could refer them to somebody else and say, oh, so-and-so can help you. Or, um, you know what, maybe we can do this and adjust this this way. And that way we can kind of make it work for both of us. But it's just as important as it is to say yes to things. It's also important to say no to things and no to things that don't serve you also. Um, when, you know, I'm approached with volunteer opportunities and, you know, so many different friends on island, you know, oh, we're going to do this last hike over here or, and I've never done it before. Um, and I've been wanting to for, you know, say four years, but you know what, I already committed to this volunteer opportunity. So this is what I'm going to focus my time on. And so I, I think the whole time thing is a very important thing. And I think a lot of the times we spend doing things that we're not even aware that we're doing. And a lot of it, honestly, um, you can definitely get sucked into social media. And before you know it, you're just scrolling for like mindlessly for like an hour. And then you put TikTok in there and YouTube and all those other things. And then you've got so many distractions. So, and I think social media is great for, for many, many reasons. Um, but I think it's also important to be aware of what you're doing when you're on there and, you know, or doing any kind of activity. Like, is this Okay, I'm going to spend 15 minutes scrolling, but guess what? I'm setting my timer and then I've got stuff to do. So I think it's really important um, to be mindful of what you're spending your time doing um, because a lot of times we make excuses and we're like, no, I don't have time to do that. No, I can't. I, and then it's like, I've gone in my training actually with Rodan and Fields, I actually learned this where you get a piece of paper and you write down, or you know, if you want to do it on the computer, and you write down your whole day. And what do you do every day? You know, seven o'clock, wake up, or whatever time you wake up. Get ready, get kids off to school. How long does that take? Okay, now what's the next step? I mean, literally, like everything in like a normal day for you, you know? And then you'll see, oh my gosh, I do have time. I'm just spending my time doing things that I'm not even aware of that aren't doing me any good. They're not necessarily horrible, but like I said, it's 
scrolling mindlessly, you know, things like that, that you realize like, oh, I could have been doing this for an hour or yeah, I could have gone on that hike, you know, things like that. So I think being very, being aware of what you're doing with your time is very important. Absolutely. Being aware of what you're doing with your time is so important. And I'll add one thing you said, when you say no you, to someone, you're saying yes to something else, maybe yes to yourself. So it's Absolutely. always a, a counterbalance there, but always have that calendar, that structure. It's always good to plan your whole day because you're right. There's some voids of, of professional <laughs> development or personal time. So, and folks exactly. listening in Arlene, cause you said so many great pearls of wisdom throughout this whole podcast. How do they get a hold of you, Arlene, or want to know more about the beautiful business you do in Rodan and Fields? How do they do that? Oh, I'm happy to share. So I am, like I said, on social media. Um, I do have a public page on Facebook. Um, that's um, through the MSOI community. So it's Arlene Allen, um, Marine Corps uh, Spouse of the Year. Um, so, and it's, it's going to be for my title, Arlene Allen, 2020, uh, Marine Corps Spouse of the Year. You can find me there on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, I also have my personal pages, which I'm, I'm happy to accept for friends, um, or people that want to connect, <laughs> but anybody can kind of check me out. And then the, the best way to learn more about my business and just things that I love to do, you know, like I mentioned, I love to cook. Um, so I like to share a lot with other people, whether it's my business or whether it's, you know, something with running or, um, you know, recipes. I'm often asked for recipes. And I'm like, I'm just going to put it on my website. <laughs> and so that's what I did. So I have a website um, through Boss Lady Bio. And um, that's where I'm able to put a lot of my information. So that's probably the best way to kind of learn like what I'm up to, any kind of tips and tricks that I have um, to share. And it, it gets changed regularly. So, you know, I might have my newsletter on there. Um, I might have, um, I have a great post about our new um, military spouse of the year, Sarah Strider. Um, so it, it's kind of like just different tidbits of information sprinkled in with my business and just things that I love to share. It might be something that I love to share about Oahu, you know, my favorite hike or favorite places to eat. There's that food again. <laughs> um, so people can definitely check me out there on Boss Lady Bio. Um, and I'm happy to um, share the link for that. And it's super easy. Anybody can go and visit it. It is, let me pull it up really quick because of course I do not want to get this wrong. <laughs> and uh, this was actually a website also created by another Rodan and Fields consultant who you both know and have interviewed in the past. Um, but yeah, my website um, is bossladybio.com forward slash Arlene Allen, A-R-L-E-N-E-A-L-L-E-N. -E -E and you can definitely connect with me on there. I'm more than happy to talk anytime about anything. Absolutely. And we're going to have all of that as part of the show notes and the video and so that you could get a hold of Arlene. And if you want to get a hold of us at the Leadership Void podcast, the Leadership Void at gmail.com is where you'll send that correspondence. We would love to hear from you if you want a specific leadership topic covered or you want a specific guest. Let us know. We'd love to hear it. 
Absolutely. And a couple other things. You also want to know that we do three other things. We do radio check. Radio check is an opportunity to hear first responders and the military community on the 1st and the 15th at 1900, which is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got that going on. Radio check. Please check us out. We reached our 200th subscriber. That's the second thing we want to share. And our winner of this wonderful book called Standing O, the Salute Edition, autographed by Scott McGregor. The winner is all the way from the West Coast, from San Diego, California. It is Erica Beal. So Erica Beal, congratulations on winning that book. And Home Team Mortgage is our sponsor, that third thing. Without them, we couldn't have these shows going so so vividly, so fluid. But today is all about Miss Allen, Miss Arlene, Pura Vida from Costa Rica, enjoying life. <laughs> she is doing the great things over there in Hawaii and around the world. So thank you for being our guest and being on our show. Mahalo for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Board Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss, or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.